0: Hello my love, welcome to the Asian Women Mean Business podcast, hosted by me, Rupinda Kaur. I will share tools, tips and experiences to help make your life easier, bolder and happier. We will bring in guests who have lessons to share about life, purpose and relationships and how they overcome their challenges to create a life that they are proud of. My hope is that each episode will shine more light on your life and help you gain clarity on who you are, recognise your strengths to empower you to become a powerful woman. Someone who knows her worth, who is confident about herself and her identity. A woman who is willing to evolve to become the best version of herself, not just for her but for future generations. Are you ready? Well let's get started with this week's episode. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Asian Women Mean Business. How are you all? If you're in the UK, we have been having the most glorious weather. Finally, the sun has come out and it has been incredible, absolutely incredible. Actually, I'm riding high at the moment. We hosted a picnic on the weekend for our Inspire Ladies in honour of Kavita, our inspired community manager who's getting married. And it was just incredible. It was so amazing to have as many of the women that could make it together in this open space. Everyone bought a dish. It was beautifully set up. And it was just incredible to see, you know, those of us who have not met before, We've only bonded over Zoom and online and we actually got to see each other in person. It was truly magical. And someone said to me, they said, you know what, Rupinder, it's a little bit like internet dating. You don't know what's going to happen until you actually meet the person in reality. Are they really going to be as nice as they are online or are they going to be a troll? And I'm delighted to say in our case the reality matched the image we had the most incredible time there was there was a moment of just stillness when I was watching the ladies bond and talk and laugh and I could hear their conversations and their banter and it was just incredible and there were so many moments where I thought, oh, maybe these two have known each other before. And I, you know, I went over it and I said, oh, did you know each other from before? Have you joined Inspire Us Friends? And they said, no, we we met through Inspire Club. We met through you. And that's how we got to know each other. And I just thought, wow, these women have really bonded. They've really become friends. They've really made relationships. It's not just surface level BS. It's better than that it has more depth and more substance and that's all i ever wanted and there was a moment t- towards the end which um oh it just completely choked me up and it has stayed with me since since the weekend and i think it will stay with me for life where one of our young ladies was um she'd come from Leicester and she was you know packing up her stuff she was getting ready to go she was saying her goodbyes and she came over and a few of us were fussing you know we were doing the whole busy mum thing about Make sure you take a snack. Make sure you let us know when you get home. Do you need some water? What what do you need for the journey? And she started laughing and she said, Oh God, I feel like I've been mothered by about 30 women today. And I just kind of laughed and was a bit sheepish because I thought, Oh God, you're patronizing her. She's a grown ass woman. So I just said to her I'm so sorry like I don't mean to be patronizing and she said no don't be I needed this so much I um I really missed this from my mum her mum passed away a few years ago and oh my goodness that was a moment even now when I think about it it makes me chokes me up because I just thought wow like just wow our women are so incredible. It really is. Conversations and relationships of depth, of substance, they really care and look out for each other. I could not have predicted that. I know that's how I am. And I could have only ever hoped that I attract the kind of women that I am. And. It just blows my brain to think those are the women we have in Inspire Club and those are the relationships that we have in Inspire Club. So yeah, it's just been the most magical uh, weekend and most magical start to the summer. I hope wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, it has been the same for you. But anyway, onwards we go to this week's episode. I want to talk to you about limiting belief. If you're not sure what a limiting belief is, let me let me fill you in. So a limiting belief is an idea that we have about ourselves or our life that blocks us from achieving what is truly possible, what we truly want to achieve. These are the limiting thoughts that we have that shut down any possibility, that shut down our potential and that are reoccurring thoughts that we might have. So let me give you an example. These are things like oh God, I'm terrible with money. I can never be a good business owner. I'm just not good at relationships. I will never get married. I will never have a relationship. No one will ever love me. Life is hard. Every time I try to make a change, I fail. Work is not meant to be enjoyed. Work work is meant to be hard. Life is meant to be hard. All of these are limiting beliefs because what they're doing is they're shutting down our potential. They're shutting down what we actually want to achieve. These beliefs are not expansive thoughts. These beliefs are constrictive thoughts. They make us want to be invisible and and curl up into a ball and and play smaller. You know, if you're having these thoughts, you're not going to big, big think big, you're going to be shutting yourself down. And that's why it's really important that we talk about them because we all have limiting beliefs, even me. Like every time I thought, oh yeah, I've worked on that, something will happen and a voice will come up and I'll, I'll be like, wow, I'm st- I still have them. I still have limiting beliefs, but they are holding us back from our own success. And that's why it's really important that we challenge challenge them. Our limiting beliefs sit deep within our subconscious mind and they stunt us from seeing or believing in possibility. And because our mind has a confirmation bias, and that's the tendency to interpret any evidence as confirmation of our existing belief or theory, we're going to be prone to believing what we see and the information it brings to us and that's why it's really important about the thoughts that we have and the information that we're giving ourselves because as soon as we tell ourselves so as soon as we tell ourselves I'm not very good with money I'm not very good at um, this or I'm not very good at that What your brain does is what the reticular activating system does, which is a bundle of nerves that sits at the base of your brain. It filters the 60,000 pieces of of evidence and everything that comes, comes towards us to only select those pieces of evidence that is going to confirm your bias. That's what we mean when we say there's a confirmation bias. So whatever you believe, you will find the evidence to support it. We find that in in more general consensus, if you think about our political views, our religious views, any views that we have on life, we will find the evidence to support it. And what we tend to do is downplay or ignore the evidence that is contrary to it. We all do it. It's a, a human tendency of ours. And that's called a confirmation bias. But this is why I want to talk about um, limiting beliefs. I want to talk about what you can do to challenge them, because if you really want to create positive change in your life, we have to find and then reset our existing limiting beliefs. We need to break free from them. And if you're wondering, you know, where where do they come from? What are the origin of our our limiting beliefs? Most of them come through from our childhood. They come through from our social conditioning, our cultural conditioning. In The Biology of Belief, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who I love, I love that book, talks about how from birth to around, say, age seven, you're operating primarily in brain, wa- brain wavelengths that are very close to a hypnotic state. So when you're a child, you are literally a sponge and you're soaking up every little thing around you in order to record bad and good behaviours and emotions. So this means that everyone develops beliefs from early childhood, some of which are supportive and some of which are limiting. For instance children who are treated as though they are loved and valued will develop the belief that they are loved and wanted and on the contrary children who are abused or neglected will tend to develop the belief that they are unworthy and unwanted. There are many ways to identify your limiting belief and a natural way of doing that is by listening to the little voices in your head. You know that little voice that speaks up, it's probably going around in your head now as you're listening to this, which is either say, oh yeah, repentance right, or no, I don't agree with that. You know that little voice or that little voice that is saying, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. That little voice is your, is your limiting belief or your empowering belief. It's that voice that is constantly telling you what you cannot do, be, or have. So it's really important that we start to tune into that voice and start to recognise what are you listening to? What is that voice telling you? So one of the ways that you can do that is for one day, pick a day where you're going to consciously observe that voice and you're going to make a record of it so carry a little notebook around either um, jot it down or in your notes in your phone or if you have a voice memo record it down any time of a belief or a thought comes into your mind that is going to be a limiting belief so something that is going to be holding you back because that's how we start to overcome our limiting beliefs so the first stage is identify your limiting beliefs is start to Pay attention to them, start to raise your awareness and start to see what's coming up for you. The second thing you need to do is start recognising that it's just a belief, it's just a thought. It's not grounded in fact. The way we challenge our beliefs is by questioning it. So that's what's the third stage, challenge your own belief. Now that you've recognised it, that it's just a belief, that this is, might be true for you, it's not true for everyone, I want you to start to challenge it. And one of the ways that you can do that is by start asking yourself empowering questions. So things like, what are the supporting facts to support that belief? Did I always think that way? If not, what has changed? Is there evidence counteracting my belief? what would it be like to think of the opposite to my belief? Is this belief helping me to progress towards my goal? How would I think about this belief if it were someone else? So if it was someone else, someone that you look up to, maybe a role model, maybe a celebrity, maybe someone that you think is incredibly accomplished, what would you think if they came to you with those beliefs? Many of these questions may seem strange, but they're des- designed to help you to broaden your perspective on the subject. It's an exercise to question your belief and step outside of your comfort zone and that um, box of thinking that you're in. I want you to argue against your initial thinking. So what I want you to do is find evidence to the contrary, So if, for example, if you have um, if you're divorced or separated and one of your beliefs is I will never find a partner again, I will never find love again. I want you to go and find evidence, go and find stories of people who have found love again, who have remarried again, who have been able to build an incredible life again. If you ha- if your belief is that you can't be successful in business because you don't come from a family of entrepreneurs, I want you to go and find evidence and stories of entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses, who don't come from money, who don't come from that legacy. Go and watch Shrek Dragon's Den, go and read incredible biographies of, and stories of people that have done this. Go and find evidence to the contrary that will challenge your limiting belief. I promise you it is out there. The reason you have not been able to find it so far is because of the confirmation bias that is keeping you trapped in your belief and your mindset. And then once you've done that, once you've identified your limiting belief, once you've recognised that it's just a belief, once you've challenged it, I want you to start thinking about the damaging um, consequences of holding on to that belief. You know, what are the consequences of holding on to your limiting belief? What is How is holding on to that belief going to empower you? How is it going to propel you forward? Or how is holding onto that belief going to be able to uh, keep you stuck, keep you in that limiting belief and keep you deprived of the future and of wanting a better life? I really want you to understand, you know, maybe get a piece of paper and draw two columns. So think about what will your life look like if you continue to hold on to that limiting belief? And then I want you to think about what would your life look like if you choose to adopt a new belief? Because that's going to be stage five. I want you to choose something new to believe in, something that will help to improve your life. Look, that transition is not going to be easy. Depending on how long you have thought and lived through what you believe to be true, you're going to have a really strong emotional bond and connection to it. Especially if that's a belief that you've grown up with, especially if that's a belief that, your parents have instilled in you it is going to be so challenging to break through from that and you're going to go through a process and a transition of grief of mourning of um of discombobulation I love that word discombobulation of turmoil of torment because you are shedding those beliefs I want you to think about this as you know, you being in that cocoon and you're transforming into this butterfly with new beliefs. And that's not going to be easy. That's going to be very, very painful. You're going to feel shook, but you need to do it. You need to do it because you have a bright bold future waiting for you that you want to step into and the only way you can step into that is by letting go of your limiting beliefs. And then when you start thinking of the contrary, the counter belief, so whether rather than believing I'm not going to find love again, I'm not going to find a relationship again, you're going to start saying to yourself, it is possible for me to find love again if this person could find a love again, it is possible for me to do it. If this is possible for this person, it's possible for me to do it. I want you to start putting that into practice. So start taking action to implement those new beliefs. So, for example, if your limiting belief was that, oh, I'm too old to start exercising, I'm too old to start a new hobby, instead start to adopt the belief it's never too late to start something. Anything is possible. Go on a 15-minute walk, start exercising, start skipping, start um, you know, start something new for you. Conditioning yourself to your new beliefs means creating the reality you want for yourself in your mind. Visualizing the results you want to achieve. Visualization is a great way of setting the intention of what you want to happen and then stepping into that version of you. I find it incredibly powerful. So let me leave you with a story of what's possible when we actually break through our limiting beliefs. Back in the 1960s, 1950s, 1960s, as human beings, we did not believe it was possible for a human being to run a mile in less than a minute. We actually, you know, all the uh, the doctors, the medical pr- practitioners, the athletes, everyone thought it's just not possible for the human body to go through the pressure of, of running an, of a minute, uh, a mile under four minutes until a, a gentleman by the name of Roger Bannister came along And on May the 6th in 1954, he busted through the four-minute barrier with a time of three minutes, 59 seconds. So he broke through that belief that a human being could not run a a mile under four minutes. But what's even more extraordinary than that, within a year, within a, a year of Roger Bannister running a mile in less than four minutes, Three other people went on to do that and two of them went on to do it in the same race. As soon as other athletes saw that this was possible, that this, we can do this, someone has done this, Roger Bannister has done this, he has run a mile in less than four minutes, if he can do it, I can do it, they started to do it and now this is commonplace. This is what's possible for us. If you believe that it is possible, go and find the evidence. That is what I've done with Asian Women Mean Business. We share stories of what women from our community are doing, how they are stepping into their bold, epic lives. And if they can do it, you can do it. And if I can do it, you can do it. And that's why it's really important we find the evidence and the stories of people that look like us that are doing it. And that's what I want to leave you with. I want to leave you with the belief that you can break through your limiting beliefs. It is possible for you. Take some time to raise awareness of what you are choosing to believe. Challenge that belief by finding evidence to the contrary. Start implementing your new beliefs by affirmations, by visualization, and start putting it into practice. All of this will hold you in incredible good stead. And I promise you, you will be able to bust through those limiting beliefs and live a life that you want to live. So until next time, I hope you found this useful. If you did, please will you leave me a rating leave a review please recommend and subscribe it would mean the world to me this is a teeny tiny podcast in the grand scheme of things we have huge celebrities with huge followings but if you like what I do it would mean the world world to me if you would subscribe leave a rating leave a review and share it and so until next time my friend take care of yourself Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. Do subscribe, leave a review and share. It would mean the world to me.